Welcome to episode 155 of the Better With Running podcast. My name is Chris Armstrong. I'm a Runs PB coach and look, normally we just have the one Runs PB coach, but we're going large this time. We've gone two. So tonight we've got Gemma Maney and Zach and Newman. How are you both? Good, thank Very you. Good. How are you? Good, good. I'm tired, but I think we're all probably rowing that same boat. Definitely. For, for various reasons, but um, yeah, can't complain. And we've got a bit of a, well, runs BB coach and uh, a rock star who has uh, claimed a big title over the weekend that we're going to get a chance to, to have a chat about. I mean, rock stars cutting it short. That's um, poor Gemma. She's an absolute superstar. <laughs> and, um, every time we have Gemma on, she's just fresh off a big W. So, um, no, I looking forward to hearing about that. Every time we've said to Gemma, uh, actually, I think run for the kids, we just got on on the back end of, like, we just got on our coattails after the win, <laughs> made an easy <laughs> request. But I did, during the week, said to Gemma, hey, um, are you around on the weekend? I think we were going to re- record potentially on Saturday. Yeah, yep. And then I think we'll, you were up in the air whether you were going to race or not, but then... Yeah, I only fun. decided Saturday that I was going to race. <laughs> and I think the message was... Something along the lines of... Oh, oh I had a bad week last week. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you said, oh, well, if we're going to chat after the race, I hope I have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a bout of tonsillitis last week. And then... I got... Oh, sorry. Am I unmuted? You're good. Sorry. Yeah, that's that right. Was that was me. Go start again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a bout of tonsillitis um, last week. Felt rubbish on Sunday afternoon. And yeah, by Monday, woke up sick as a dog. Um, and then, yeah, lugging around a one-year-old when you're sick. I threw my back out as well. So I was in all sorts last week. I don't know what was worse, the tonsillitis on my back. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, it was juggling some antibiotics, anti-inflams, just trying to get my body right. So take us to that on race week. You're, is this Thursday? You're on the edge of like, well, well, it's a Sunday race. Yeah. Done, yep. a, done a workout Thursday? Is it like? A um, I can't even remember. We pushed everything back. So I didn't run Monday. I didn't even get off the couch. Tuesday, yeah. uh, instead of doing my session, I just did an easy jog um Wednesday I think I ended up doing a session but I just like eased back the intensity um and just felt woeful so I was like no I'm not gonna race feeling like that um Friday Matt got me to do a super super light session and then Saturday I ran and I was like oh I feel fine now so yeah Saturday was just side up so ended up having a forced taper week I guess (laughs) it's a roller coaster of emotions that you know when you're Oh, I know. And you're in a marathon block as well. Like I know. I did one week of marathon training and then the Sunday (laughs) off my first week. Absolutely hit rock bottom. (laughs) Well, you came out of it because you absolutely had a blinder on the weekend. I know. I'm really surprised with that. I was super happy. Had an absolute shock of a race a couple of weeks ago. So um, (laughs) that was redemption. That's for sure. Did you see Chris on the wall? I know last time you get a chance to warm up together, Chris, but uh, Gemma, I believe you did a bit of an extended warm up. Yeah. So coach had me doing, he wanted 10K. I only fitted in 9K um, warm up, which made me really. Yeah, uncomfortable. What's the longest warm up you've done before a race? 
like 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome um, training. Yeah, didn't even have time to do drills or strides. Um, oh. Literally finished, changed my shoes. Um, gel? Yeah, had a gel. I actually had two gels. He's, mm-hmm. I'm a bit worried about the marathon on my stomach, so mm-hmm. trying to fuel as much as possible to get used to it. So, yeah, I had two gels, was really nervous about how that was going to sit, and then, yeah, went straight to the start line and off the gun went, and there I was. Oh, wow. Did it so, feel like a session or like at the start? Of a, um, or... Like that's the a weird first, feeling doing 10 yeah so I've, i wanted to start conservative um and virginia mccormick um went out really hard so me being competitive i sat with her and ended up just finding that pace quite comfortable after the first k um yeah and then we ran together for the first four or five k i think um and then yeah i just sort of was running in a pack of boys and um, at some point, I'm not quite sure, she just dropped off the back of that pack and, um, yeah, ended up running the first lap with that pack of boys and then I dropped off a little bit. Uh, and then Nathan Pierce came along in the second lap and told me to tuck in behind him for the headwind for the second lap, which was super nice of him. Um, yeah, and he dragged me through that second lap. Did you have a, like your race plan on Sunday, mate? Was that more sort of a rip based around marathon training or really just along those Ks in the warm up and then go and have a real hard hit out? Yeah, it was just to um, have a hard hit out on more tired legs to get used to that feeling towards the end of a marathon, I think. Um, so, yeah, we weren't really sure how it was going to go after the week I'd had. Um, it was just, yeah, do your warm up, see what happens in the race. There was no goal, there was no race plan. It was just go have a crack, see what happens. And then, yeah, to go through and almost run a 10K PB, I was, I looked at my watch and was like, what just happened? And then, yeah, kept going. What is the 10? Sorry. Uh, just under 34 minutes. So it was like 33.58 or something. <laughs> so about That's seven amazing. seconds slower than what I ran at um, Albert Park. Far out. Yeah. So that was surprising. <laughs> Did you Mileage what? Oh, sorry, Chris. I was just going to say, this is that 10K PB. Like you're in a heavy... Obviously, you had a little bit of a taper going in, but you've, you've mm. been racking up some mileage as well and a lot of strength-based stuff. So you must be pretty excited to see that the speed's still in the legs as well. Yeah, yeah. Matt's still getting me to do um, like hill strides and one faster session a week just to keep the speed in the legs. Like this morning, he had me doing some miles and 400s. Um, yeah, just to make sure that I don't lose that speed. And I enjoy those types of sessions. That's what I'm used to. So. <laughs> I think some of it's in there to keep me happy, but yeah, also <laughs> so I don't become one paced. How's that confidence coming along towards the marathon now, mate? Did sort of the weekend really help or? I did, started? but yeah, 15K and 42K, there's a big difference. So <laughs> 30K on Sunday was the biggest um, Ks I've ever done in a day. So we'll see how the next few weeks go, I guess. I think this week I'll probably hit 150Ks. Um, he's got me doing a marathon session on Saturday. So, yeah, I think just practicing, pacing myself, being patient, not doing dumb things yeah. at the start. <laughs> so we got nine weeks. Is it nine weeks? This I've got week? no idea, to be honest. I think it is. I think it is nine. Sort of in survival mode with work and, yeah. Because mm. your, even your last four weeks, you've hit 130 as an average. 
Yeah, and that was with a couple of down weeks. Um, and I tapered off for Bundura and ended up flying up to Sydney to race. And then, yeah, with having tonsillitis and a bad back, it was a, a little bit of a mm. down week there. It's a bit scary when you look at your elevation gain every week uh, on average. It's a Sunday long run. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you get some hills in. And Although got I'm saying that, there. where we live, it's not very flat either. Yeah. No, so. I, love it. And so race-wise, what have you got? left before melbourne you're going to do any other tune-up races um so we've been debating uh matt wasn't entirely keen on me doing it but um i wanted to do national cross so flying up to canberra to do national cross um i'll do the half at sydney but more just as a marathon paced session um and then yeah melbourne i think that's the only real race is national cross yeah yeah so I'd probably keep signing myself up to races, but <laughs> yeah. coach, coach is, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blocked yeah. a few uh, race websites that you can't get on to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just like competing. So yeah, yeah. I do need uh, to knuckle down and get some longer stuff in there. Nah, it's all heading in the right direction. It's uh it's exciting time. So we're we're enjoying the ride and, and we got you back on this month as well because you're here to help with, with Chris and in, in this one because you both got um both sort of had a hand in in selecting this month's ASICS uh, shoe winner for the July. For July, yes. Yeah. And who have we gone with? Yeah, super exciting to announce that we've gone with Taryn. Karen Kirby from the Shepparton, uh, from your neck of the woods, Chris Oak. Yeah, yep. This one yeah. sort of comes at the heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, so Taryn's one of my athletes. Um, and, yeah, I guess Taryn's probably got a bit of a unique story at the moment, um, I guess, relative to most of the athletes that we've got through runs of PB at the moment in that, um, you know, I guess while most of us are probably – focused on getting the best out of ourselves with our running. Um, running's probably taken a bit of a, a backseat for Taz uh, in, in recent times. So just to, to give a bit of context, we got to, I think it was the end of May, and um, Taryn had just run her first AV race at Bendigo um, cross country there. And I know, Gemma, you know how hard it is there. And um, I, like, I like Taz. I, mean, I, I love it a bit. She's a great friend of mine, and I, I appreciate her dry and dark sense of humor <laughs> and she told me in no uncertain terms that she's never going back to Bendigo um, to do that race ever again until maybe next year um, she, but no she she loved it but she hated it and um, it was a bit of a high because um, she also ran a 5k PB just prior to then as well but um, just off the back of Bendigo um, in June Taz felt a lump in her breast and she went and had that checked out sort of more as a precaution more than anything because she felt you know absolutely no concerns no other symptoms just what you go and do and um sadly just after that she was given the news that she had breast cancer um which hit her pretty hard but also for the family because her husband steve um who look he'd just been given a clean bill of health only six weeks earlier but he'd spent the previous 12 months um going through chemo and radiation therapy for lymphoma um and yeah i obviously knocked him around a fair bit so you know he, he was going good and i got that sort of small period of time as a family where things were i guess what we call normal and um 
yeah, sort of got hit got hit with the news um, for Taryn. So Taz um, would have been excused for throwing all the toys out of the cot. Um, and um, yeah, and probably did say a few things that um, she wasn't overly happy about the situation. Um, won't use her exact words, but yeah, certainly um, wasn't probably seeing it in a real positive light at the time. But she decided, look, what I'm going to do, um, obviously, when treatment starts, um, there's not much that she's going to be able to do in a physical sense on a plan. So she wanted to give Parkrun one last really hard shot. I guess before um, before all the treatment started, and she wasn't feeling the best. Obviously, you know, people can probably understand that you've got a bit on your mind. You don't necessarily sleep that well. And um, Taz came along the parkrun, probably feeling a little bit worse for wear, but um, came out and ran the third best time she ever has at parkrun, uh, which is just a tick over twenty seven minutes. And um, yeah, I went down and watched and, and cheered her on and. It was funny. Normally, I would pace her for these sort of efforts, and she actually blamed me for not being able to break twenty six or break twenty seven. That I would have, she <laughs> claims I would have carried her along. But um, <laughs> no, we had a bit of a laugh at that. But just in in the true style that she does, she normally runs a little bit conservative, except for race day, and she got out after it and literally gave every ounce of energy and every fiber she had in her body and came across the finish line and um, yeah pretty much just collapsed and found <laughs> a spot to go and sit down um, in a quiet area afterwards but um, yeah it just goes to show like, for Taryn is what I'm always proud of that she is a fighter but um, you know no matter the circumstances she's always been very determined and I've been coaching Taz for the last three years now and um running she's sort of seen as a challenge that it's not something she's been naturally blessed with a heap of talent she's not six foot tall and, and built with athletic genes she's had to work a bum off to um to make the progress that she has and you know over the years she's carved sort of six or seven minutes out of her 5k time she's run a few half marathons um you know initially when she first started running her goal was just to run 5k without stopping and um, the fact that she's sort of gone on and run a few half marathons and um, she's I think she's taken the best part of 12 or 15 minutes out of her 10k time from when she first started as well so that's so impressive yeah oh look I mean hey a pb is a pb we all get excited about that so <laughs> 12 or 15 minutes geez yeah, it's amazing. Mm, oh it's incredible just to see the progress that she's made and also in her self-confidence as well I think um, a lot of times we just measure running and the improvement through time and you know we sometimes neglect the scent or the, the change that can have to people's self-esteem and, the, and their confidence as well so to see how that's developed for her over time being bloody brilliant as well and, um, at this stage whilst it, it is taking a bit of a, a backseat she's still getting out a couple of times a week so um, usually for five or six k and um, she's also doing some pilates as well yeah. which is really good so the plan is that so long as everything goes well throughout the rest of the year and, and treatment is a success that in the early part of next year she, she wants to get back into some structured running and yeah sort of chasing those goals again and hopefully that the um the pair of shoes that she that she gets from the good people at ASICS are going to play a big part in that so yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah. we'd love to see her back out there chasing goals instead of just I guess fighting for her health. So 
yeah, I know um, she did send me a picture of the shoes that she was trying to choose between. Um, where are we? It looks like she's gone. Oh, we got choice of two. She's gone. So they're both white. One's got a dashy or lemon we're going to go with. Uh, lemon and a bit of pale blue. I think she's gone with the gel Nimbus. Good choice. Mm. I love my Nimbuses. They're my favourite recovery shoe. I'm sure you'll go. be able to, to, to uh, assist with some sock styling as well, Chriso. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Taz, I don't know. I don't, Taz doesn't probably give as much positive encouragement towards my fashion sense as um, maybe some others. But, um, yeah, no, that's okay. I think um, she's... She's got her own good good sense of fashion. She does. So yeah, I'll wait and see. But um the other ones there was like a silver and a silver number with some purple on them too, which would actually go quite well with our Shep Runners Club kit. So yeah, we'll um watch this space, Jim. Hopefully be able to send through an, an order for you over the next couple of days. Perfect. Can't wait to help her out. Love it, mate. That's uh thanks for sharing that. And it's uh yeah, it's a bloody tough situation but yeah um, and i think it puts our own everyday mm. challenges in perspective <laughs> here i am complaining i had tonsillitis and um yeah, yeah things that means nothing no yeah well um a very worthy recipient of that uh, be our six shoes yeah Gemma, it's uh it's been great i know you've got to get back to looking after ollie and matt yeah i hope you haven't heard him in the background uh, Matt's been quiet tonight. Uh, we haven't oh. <laughs> Having a sick one-year-old is not fun. 41-year-old Anna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who cries louder? <laughs> yeah. uh, love it, mate. All right. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back next month for another uh, award, uh, award giving chat. And also uh, we'll have a catch-up. We'll be able to see how that marathon train is going because we'll be another month closer towards Melbourne. I know. How scary. (laughs) All right, mate. Take it easy. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. No worries. That was a special treat, having the winner from the race you were in on the weekend down at Ballarat. And uh, excited to hear your take on it, mate, because Strava was blowing up after uh, your upload on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... um... Oh, it was really cool. I mean, it was actually great to catch up with Gemma. I'll, I'll quickly touch on that. We'll work in reverse. Um, I was, I was oh, out there you want to start? I don't know, unless you want to. Did you have a tune-up session or? Um, I did a I think tempo, you but yeah, we had a chat about it last yeah. week on the podcast. It was on the Wednesday that, that I Wednesday. did it. So that was the Wednesday. And then um, Thursday, just got out for an easy hour, had a rest day Friday, and then just a shake-out run on the Saturday. So Saturday I jumped in and did seven Ks with Anna as part of her long run. Um, she kicked off at 5 a.m. and I jumped in about just before 5.30 <laughs> um, just to try and help mix it up for her. So, Because you were hitting the road. You were going driving down on a Saturday. Yes. Yeah, came across on the Saturday. We um, we travelled what felt around like half of Victoria to get some Ballarat. What's that? Oh, no. Someone um, had an issue with the always or the uh... um, may have had a so we programmed the GPS and yeah. um, there are those of us who sat in the passenger seat that were very happy with the choice the GPS had made mm-hmm. and the the driver who is not 
currently speaking on the podcast, decided that no, that's not the way we're going. We're going to go across the Bendigo and then go to Ballarat. And okay. um, long story yeah. short, um, it, that cost us about an hour of travel time. And by the time we got to Ballarat, we were both quite hungry, uh, tired and not really talking to one another. So um, we were very, very much in need of a nice feed. And um, once we got that, we were, um, hostilities had settled. So um, not, not the most uh, friendly of trips over, but um, we made it. We, we made it and very grateful to be in Ballarat. But um, can, for those playing at home, if you do live in the Shepparton or, or Kyler area and you are heading to Ballarat, it's a lot quicker. If you head down the freeway towards Melton, hey, you're on thin ice here. Going, going out to the, out if, the podcast. If I drop out anytime <laughs> soon, it's um, um, apparently it's lucky there's no visuals. If we could kill, I'd be dead. But yeah. um, no, anyway, that was the trip. So yeah, it's four hours if you go um, by Bendigo, but um, yeah. it's only three if you go through Melton. Uh, yeah, so and Saturday, 10 a.m. race, 10 15. 10.15, sleep yeah. in. I didn't know what to do. I yeah, was I was bit, say, you would, it's like a double run time for you. Well, it's like lunchtime on a weekend <laughs> for me. <laughs> if I'm doing a long run, mm. it's like lunchtime. We're just done the grocery shopping and uh, come home, unpack the groceries and have lunch. So 10.15, I was a bit, oh, and it was funny. It's actually a funny time for a race, to be honest, because mm. I know down in Tassie, they have a few of the road races start around that time. And, yeah, getting your timing right with a, with your with food and even just getting up around yeah it's just it's a weird weird time for a race yeah i was just i suppose my alarm went off around 6 15 ish and i was probably awake just before it anyway mm. and could hear water on the road which yeah, okay. i was like because i'm a pretty light sleeper at the best of times mm. and i'm thinking hmm didn't didn't rain <laughs> yeah. wasn't forecast and i Rather than go outside, I grabbed my app to see if it was raining. I'm like, no. Nah. Anyways, just it got the better of me. So I went out and had a look, and the fog was that thick, and it actually formed puddles on the road. Oh, wow. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? Where are we? And getting these reports from home, like, oh, it's a glorious winter morning just yeah. out to all my long run. There's yeah. no clouds. It's amazing. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I feel like I've just ventured into a swamp. But, um, Anyway, we um we got to we got got to Lake Wendaree about an hour before the start, and the fog was still pretty thick. Mm. Couldn't decide if it was sleet or fog that was um falling out or sort of around, causing me to get all damp. But by nine thirty, quarter to ten, the fog lifted, the sky turned blue, and the road started to dry out. I was like, oh, we might be on here, and sure enough, like. When we first got there, I was thinking of warming up in my snow jacket. And then uh, <laughs> by the time I started running, I'd done about a K and I was just in the long sleeve and could feel sweat rolling down the back of my neck. So it changed very quickly. Bit of a bat warm up there. A few of the bats on the, uh, there was Luke. Is that Milko? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, warmed up with Milko. Um, we got to 2K and the rest of the group were going pretty well. And we'd sort of almost dropped off the back and we thought, no, nah, I don't know how far they're going. They might be doing a full lap. So <laughs> we uh, we just turned back around. But thank God we did because I think there was some of them did five or six Ks for the warm-up. That was two, four. Three's normally about as far as I'll go. Yeah. So when I heard Gemma did nine, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so finished the warm-up. And it, to be honest, it felt rubbish. 
after that first part of the easier and it just felt yuck. Um, but I thought, oh, well, it's, that's okay. They never mm. usually feel that good. So we'll go and do some strides and yeah, flick the, put the alpha flies on and went and did some drills and some strides. And after about four, the body just relaxed and felt really good, which was great. Uh, also, Andy popped over and said good day and had a chat for about a minute. Uh, he just gave a little bit of advice just around, I guess, that top end of the lake. Um, yeah. There was a bit of a breeze, sort of, it was a bit uncomfortable, he said, so that if anyone had was sort of blowing up or had gone out a bit hard by the time you get around there, that could put a bit of a hole in the time. So he just like, reiterated that it's important just to get out and a bit steady and find a pack if you can. And yeah, which was great it was probably exactly what i needed to hear which just kept it front of mind for that first 10 or 15 minutes but um yeah got into the race and it was funny i about five or six hundred in on i'll just check my watch and see how we're going i felt great just very conservative and i looked down and it said 3 30 i'm like oh did you say five minutes in no no about five or six hundred meters oh 500 oh okay yeah 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 yeah. no so i I just checked Oh, just say out of curiosity, flashed up a 3.30 and went, oh, well, that'll be wrong because I've gone around the corner. So it's probably just generous GPS. Mm. And um, we'll just relax a little bit more just in case. Anyway, I got through a K. It was like 3.36. Like, oh, that looks good. But no, it'll be generous GPS. The next K will blow out. It'll be fine. And um, just sort of tiptoed around. There's like a turning point. 12. You do that little start, the section at the start, where you go mm. up, up and around. Yeah, and, yeah, up and around and back. Yeah, um, yeah. back through the start, finish area or start area. Mm. Um, and yeah, got got to a real bottleneck at the turnaround point. Came back, second K, three thirty six again or three thirty seven. Like, wow, I thought that would have at least been three forty five because wow. I pretty much nearly stopped to a walk around the hat. So I thought, oh well, let's just this feels fine. Like if I was going to go just on effort, this is what we do. Sure enough, just kept going and it just sort of sat in that sort of 336 to 341 window the whole way. Um, yeah, just chipped away. And um, one of the my fellow Bendigo bats, Rory, um, Rory Flanagan, who ran the marathon at Gold Coast in 240, um, runs PB athlete, Ben Stoltz, um, Stoltz takes care of Rory. So, um we, he sort of got out a little bit in front of me, put about 10 or 15 metres in me at 4K, but he came back a little bit. And from there on in, we just worked together. We didn't say anything, but... Mm. Um, just sort the of, two of you or a couple Yeah, more? we started with a pack of four and then they sort of fell off a little bit. Then we sort of kept moving our way through to different packs, but we just took it in turns every sort of six to 800 metres. We'd do a bit of work. And then, yeah, we just sort of feel, yeah, like I suppose standing right right in behind, you do get a bit of a break. You don't have to work quite as hard. So as soon as the other was starting to feel a bit of fatigue, the other person had come through and, and then do a bit of work. So we just kept swapping, um, yeah, over that sort of last, oh, well, probably 7K until probably coming up to 14K when I think we've just both decided, all right, it's, it's, it's just let loose and see yeah. what happens. So... You get a bit of a um, sniff, obviously. It starts to feel like, hey, this is going for a while. And then you finally get to that corner or that, that last section. Mm. 
and you can say, okay, it's almost that turnaround. I'm just trying to remember that, that where that turnaround is in the first lap. Once you get there, you're thinking, okay, I'm on the home, home bound now. Yeah. Oh, it was just, it was a great race. I got to like 10, almost 10K, between 9 and 10K, and I saw Mattress. Um, oh, yeah. And I was, I was starting to feel it a little bit, but also delirious because um, I saw him and sort of shouted out to him, um, check out my socks. <laughs> I had a pair of that oat socks Yeah, he on. said something in the message group about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. photos there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I know Maddie's a big fan of the oats. So, um, yeah, I thought, oh, he'll be, he'll be, no, stupid me. He probably didn't care one bit, but like, oh, Maddie will be stoked to see I'm wearing the oats. So, <laughs> oat brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I thought I'd shout out to him. And um, it gave me a bit of a boost as well. You know, he probably thinks I'm more. Well, you must have been in a pretty good mindset. I mean, you say you're delirious, but clearly you weren't because you finished off in a a 3.30 last K. But you must have felt on when you did that. You know, you're in a good mindset. I did. I did. It was similar to the wellness run. So, Mm -hmm. I think wellness run, if you, you remember me just basically running along not laughing, but definitely smiling and shouting out. Um, I think when things are going really well, that's just kind of the feeling that it takes over. I just yeah. literally love being out there. And whilst I'm grinding myself into the asphalt, I actually quite enjoy that. Mm. So um, to see people I know or um, you know whatever it may be, just it's a bit of an adrenaline surge. So I end up saying silly things. So, um, yeah, it was cool. Safe. Yeah, uh, yeah. And maybe just take us to that last case. So you got there thinking, yep, yeah, I'm going to, you know, was Rory, had Rory gone ahead or you were with yeah. Rory? Yeah, he'd, he'd put about 10 metres into me um, yeah. when we got to about a K to go. And I just thought, oh, I'm not sort of, if I beat him, I beat him. I wasn't yeah. too fussed about that. I think about three Ks out, I knew I'd be a pretty good chance to run a PB so long as I didn't mm. fall over. So um he's really just trying to get there in the quickest way quickest yeah. way possible to see what sort of chunk we can take out of his time i think it ended up being about 22 seconds um, which look i know i said last week these shoes definitely help um but you can't just throw a pair of shoes on and go and run a great time you know you've got to have done the work and a lot of effort sort of gone into this and 100%. yeah like ordinarily you'd say like oh it's 15k you don't race it very often how you know it's probably a pretty soft figure to to um to go and attack for a pb but for me this is actually a pretty genuine time because um the last one that i got was in a 15k race and i worked very hard that day and it's when i it was the same year i set all my pbs when i was mm. you know super fit so yeah, yeah stoked yeah. to find out every lane on it last week yeah 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 so no pretty pretty cool feeling uh, was absolutely rinsed at the end. Don't worry about that. Got across the finish line and um, gave a little fist pump. Like, oh, wow, PV, that's so cool. Because, um, yeah, they're, they're few and far between. But yeah, you've got to embrace them. And, and oh, I was stoked for you. And I sent you a message and I saw your, your you had a really nice message to, I guess, to the wider community. That's sort of thanking everyone in your corner because, you know, we spoke about, off the back of Gold Coast and you shared, you know, pretty raw and open chat about that and how that, you know, that was a disappointing outcome, I guess. And then put your head down and you've, you've shown up and, and been able to come out and do 
this race, execute it, get a PV. Like it was just, it was bloody um, rewarding yeah, to see you. They're not easy PVs and they're not easy to execute and get it right on the day. And to see you do that was um, my perspective. I, I love seeing it. And I know uh, a lot of people were, and, and even uh, talk about comments and the kudos, but a photo in there, geez, mate. The, uh, I sent you a message also asking for the, <laughs> for the beach weights program because that is, geez, uh, we'll talk about, uh, I think so put it out there, maybe run for BB calendar, um, Mr. I know Liam's secured one of the months, but maybe yeah, Liam's definitely in January. But um, <laughs> no, I look. To be, it was very, very um, humbling comments. I was fairly sure you were taking the piss out of me, but genuinely, um... <laughs> I can't even open the door to the gym. So I'm looking at your your guns. I'm like, mate, you oh, lift the door. No, it was. Um, I do. It's funny. I don't even know the names of the machines I use at the gym. Um, <laughs> But Pilates has got a lot to do with it as well. Bicep so, curls, but, um... <laughs> Look, there, there may be some very, very small weights thrown around <laughs> that look like bicep curls when we go to the gym. But, um, yeah, it is mostly body weight stuff. So things like push-ups, chin-ups, dips. Or a push-up. Um, there's a few, <laughs> few, few push-ups. Yes, there, there may be the odd set of bicep curls that, that happen. Um, but it's very much um, body weight stuff. And a lot that's look, the purpose of the gym is actually to do my um, single leg calf raises and um, on the leg press so that I can, because we don't have a lot of heels to run around. So the leg press is my replacement for that. But um, yeah, as far as being in the calendar, as I said to you in that group chat, that not even Nora would buy a copy of the calendar if I was on the cover of it. So, Especially um, now after your... Um comments regarding navigation yeah <laughs> and for the record i did drive home as well so um, <laughs> I, I was um politely requested that if i felt it was a better way that maybe i could get in a car and do some driving on the way back. In so, um, train back to melbourne mm, yeah so and that was we did visit the running company actually um, we're probably mm. running out of time to our guests to be coming through soon. But I think this is a cool story. Ballarat North, Running Company. Mm, Ballarat Running yep. Company. Um, Xander, magnificent job. Did young Xander. Mm -hmm. And we've gone in after the race because I was adamant I want Nora to get a set of faster shoes, just something with a bit of a plate. Or, um, she loves her Brooks Ghost. That's all she runs in. She's got, I think, four or five pairs of them and just rotates through them. But um, we wanted something with a plate. and. Um, Xander did a great job. He came out with some endorphin speeds, uh, night tempos, and there was a, um, I think there was a set of, of Asics shoes and also New Balance as well. So a couple of their unplated versions, but a bit lower drop um, for Nora to try on. Anyway, Nora's legs were pretty heavy um, <laughs> by this stage, as you can imagine, because yeah, she was running yeah. 15 k, 15 k, PB as well, and she was pretty rizzed. So she's put the the speeds on and got on the treadmill last about 30 seconds. Yeah. Gone, no, nah, nah, I just can't run on the treadmill. Nah, no, I don't like it. No. Yeah. But um, yeah, tried to cut some of the other shoes and ended up with the speeds as the, the model oh. that she enjoyed. So they're on the way from the, from the good people at the running company in Ballarat on this occasion. I may have purchased another pair of socks as well. <laughs> um, I thought, well, yeah, PB socks. Yeah, PB socks. Mm. 
So I set a pair of features socks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll get those out in the in the open, hopefully over the next couple of weeks into the into the rotation. But um, no, it, it was good. I think um, even if it didn't happen to be a PB, I think very similar to the Bundura race, it was very satisfying mm. to get out there and run a consistent, um, I guess, time across this, the whole entire race. And um, yeah, pulled up pretty well. Body's feeling good. Don't know if I'm going to race again with in AB this year. We'll wait and see. But um, yeah, pretty happy with how it's all gone. Not tempted for Burnley. Um, not at Lane, maybe. Nora, Nora's keen, but I think she's a good chance of running a PB. So we might push that Big far. But, but for me, I sort of know when I get to this stage in the year when I'm sort of umming and ahhing whether I'm going to go and do a race, that's usually not a good sign. Mm for me that I probably need a bit of a break. So yeah, still going to train as if I am going to race, but um, just leaving it open. So yeah, we'll see. Could be time for a bit of a back into a bit of a training block. And then, uh, you know, the wellness run is coming up in December. Mm-hmm. It is. Success there, so <laughs> could be a yeah. chance. Bit of a Melbourne trip, December. Mm-hmm. No, I'm thinking um that's definitely a possibility and also want to actually want to do some track again so mm-hmm. yeah well thinking... by then we'll be the track races will be up and going won't they? I, I yeah i know we are talking about december in august but <laughs> yeah we are it is a long way away but yeah <laughs> just sort of thinking like if i have a, a bit of a you know a little bit of a break mm. like in terms of just from racing not like obviously going to stick to the program and keep training hard but have a bit of a break from racing now and that sort of gives um i guess the rest of august september and october to do a block um and then yeah see if we can't take that in and try and lower some of these track times but yeah we'll see I like it sounds like a plan mate we've got our guest coming in so i think we should let him in beauty let's do it Joining us as our special guest today is Ryan Cook. So Ryan started with Run to PB in October 2021, and he's gone from strength to strength over the last couple of years. So initially, Ryan's consistency was a bit of a concern with a few injury niggles, but he's actually turned that into a strength now. Regularly getting out and running five times a week, getting around 50 to 60 Ks and combining that around a pretty busy lifestyle. That involves a lot of interstate travel for work and also juggling family life with his wife and two young kids. Also a part-time soccer coach as well. Ryan Cook, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. Hey, Zaka, how are you going? Good to, good to speak to you guys. All right. Yeah, good to see you, mate. And I know we've connected a couple of times at various events, but it's uh, good to finally get you on the show. Yeah, thanks. I'm a regular listener. I've just realised that my long run on uh, Saturday's ruined by having, having to hear my voice on this show. <laughs> Uh, I understand you just come off the soccer pitch. Bit of coaching duties on Wednesday night. Yeah, I um, when they nominate people to coach at the start of a year, you got to step back quickly. And I didn't. Know. <laughs> I got both my boys under eight and my girls under ten team back to back on a Wednesday. So if I'm a bit husky, I'm not. I'm not crook, Chris. I'm not getting crook before the marathon. I've been yelling at kids all over all evening. And I'm guessing everyone's up and about with the World Cup fever at the moment as well. Yeah. It's pretty special, isn't it? Um, you know that. Uh, my daughter, uh, big Sam Kerr fan already, but I think it's just transcended um, mainstream Australia, which is awesome. So, 
absolutely, mate. And we're, we're keen to chat more about your running journey tonight. And I think as we do with, with these uh, catch-ups with, with Team Runs PB athletes, we definitely talk about how they got into, into running and, and just talk about soccer. Were you a bit of a soccer player? Did you play team sports? Yeah, I played all sorts of sports. Um, I'm, I'm from Sydney, so I played um, soccer, league, a um, bit of rugby. Um, and, but, you know, and I, high school did a lot of cross-country running as well, but um, basically post-high school, um, it was soccer until shoulder eco, early 30s, then not much for about eight years. And then I thought I better get fit. And, um, yeah, so I started kind of, I did a bit of swimming, but then um, took up running, um, kind of late 30s. And um, I think, as Chris mentioned, I was spending that much money on physios. For, you go kind of, you know, six, eight weeks and then do a, a calf and then you go again and you do a calf and um yeah i was like i better get actually some expertise here um as opposed to um doing that and since then as i had probably a bit of a, a rough start but then it's been really good the last couple of years been really solid mate one you've probably had a number of highlights since you've been at run to pb i mean some of the improvement in your pbs i know when you first started that um, your 10k PB was a tick under 48 minutes and we've got that down to 43.23. You've taken about six and a half minutes out of your half marathon PB, going sub 140 at Run Melbourne and yeah. Gold Coast last year, we lowered that marathon PB off. Bit of an interrupted prep heading into Gold Coast, but um, got that down to 3.42. So quite a few highlights in times there, but is it fair to say probably the biggest highlight you've had since joining Run to PB was running the half marathon with James Telford at the Wellness Run last year? The first, the, the first ten k's or ten and a half k's was great. <laughs> the second wasn't good. It was that was the hottest. It was, oh, I mean, it's it was Melbourne. It was thirty four degrees that day, wasn't it? it was, unbelievably mm. hot um i know zachy you had a, a rough day out that day as well i can, but... I can assure you it was hot out there i may not have had enough uh, fluids but yes but, yeah hot. james is great um he kind of he nursed us through and i remember about 19 k's him going if you want to break 140 you've got to go now and i went for about a couple hundred meters and i was just like i've got to get to the finish line and <laughs> probably the worst i've been after a finish was that race but i was i think it was a good hit out that was a pb at that point and mm. um it was really, really unbelievably hot. But I, I haven't said it, Chris. I'm keen to give it a crack again this year because I think it's a good course on the right day. Because the next day in Melbourne was about 13 degrees. We're walking around. Yeah. What's <laughs> Trust me, I know because I was yeah. talking shit about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, definitely James is an absolute highlight. <laughs> and I've seen him at a couple of events in Melbourne and since. I've seen him be in the same events as me as well. Yeah. The um, seven o'clock start for the half marathon wellness run too um this time so yeah they've done a few tweeks um mm. yeah. i don't think you're gonna get 34 degrees again are you? No, like, that was just a real i've been running in sydney like up you know it's being kind of mid-20s maybe that was a different level it was, yeah mm. a bit of fun mate since starting with run to bb and and being you know, the structured program what have you learned uh in terms of sessions and and how you've been able to to improve your running i think um first thing i've probably um i've like kind of held back a bit more so i could get more consistent to to run more if that makes sense i think you know i did a 2019 marathon before joining run the pb and i got away kind of six days a week there but then my body broke down consistently after that 
And I realized with work and a lot of things happening, um, it's consistency and quality within that is probably more key there. Um, I think the, the sessions, I guess I've got a good gauge of my paces now. And I think that's a, a big thing. I kind of, um, yeah, and, and running to feel and what that should feel like for each session. Like at first I'll get kind of a threshold. I go, well, what's a threshold? Okay, <laughs> all right, I'll give it a, a crack, but understand how you feel there and what you should do. And, um, you know, like if you, you're doing your K repeats, you know, you should at the end, you know, you should be very tired, but you should be able to kind of think if you could do one more, you had, you know, all those things like that. I, I guess I, Chris has been very good at how you should feel through a lot of these sessions. And that's, I mean, I'm not running them too hard when I don't need to or putting the right effort in when I have. And I think, you know, largely this year it's been some, I've felt that's probably been my biggest improvement has been the sessions I've ran. And um, yeah, that's got me kind of quite excited about, um, you know, the next couple of weeks. Just on, I know we talked about you just coming off the pitch, coaching, you got two kids, your wife, you got interstate work, like running the training. Is this, is this your time? Is this a nice outlet for you? And and how are you going juggling all that? Yeah, I, look, it's a 5am alarm most mornings to go get out somewhere to run. Um, I think you feel better. You don't always feel better before the run, but you always feel better after the run every day. Um and for me as well, like it's a pretty good place. I mean, everyone will say the area is a great area to run, but you know, I, often in the morning, um, if I work in the city in Surrey Hills in Sydney, um, Centennial Park, I, some of you might know where Centennial Park is, but I do a lot of Ks out there because it's, I, I guess it's kind of a bit like the tan in Sydney. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a runner's playground there and there's lots of people. It's a good place to run. It's And I run by myself as well. So um, just trying to fit in. So it's always good. You see the same faces and the same people kind of out there and doing the same thing. So I think um, that that kind of, yeah, that's part of the enjoyment. But also, um, I guess when you say it's my time, yeah, it's it's kind of, I like sport a lot, but as you get older with family and commitments, running is one thing. You can definitely fit in around your life. You can do it whatever time in the morning. Um, I've done long runs at 4 a.m. before, before things like that. Things like that. So, yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a funny, I actually don't have a funny me. story about last year at 4 a.m. But, um, oh, go with it. Is it, yeah. is it fit for I, was, I don't even think about it then. I chose to, um, and you might see because I struggle run around Narrabin Lake a lot. It's kind of an eight and a half K loop, it's a bit of a mix. And this is 4 30 a.m. last August before I went to Tasmania. And I started like hearing this thing chasing me, and I'm like, I was getting a bit freaked out, and I'm like, Man, and it was a fox. This fox was chasing me. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I've got to get on a flight in a couple of hours. And this fox is chasing me. And it's stalking me all around. And I'm like kind of trying to be <laughs> like, rah, and things like that. <laughs> trying to scare it. And I reckon I would have dropped a couple of quick Ks in the middle of the surge. And I got, I kind of got to light and the fox stopped. It was like, just, and then I got home. <laughs> a big blood patch on my nipple. So I reckon, you know, <laughs> Wow. I reckon the fox is waiting for me to fall over <laughs> and get me. But yeah, that's an example of running very early in the winter um, to get all the things around the lifestyle. But as I said, you always feel better afterwards. And um, I also love the opportunity to compete because as you get older, you obviously lose it, whether it be cricket or footy or whatever you do. Um, I, I love towing the line and just doing the best you can. So I think I love the me time there, but the means where it takes me to. Good answer. Yeah. Maybe got to, you're coming to Shepparton to run the marathon at the Shepparton Running Festival, but I believe you had a choice. So coming into late August, we penciled in 
that sort of last weekend in August, that was when the marathon was going to be. But you had a choice between Adelaide and Shepparton. And whilst I'm a bit biased, given that I live here, but what made you, what made you choose Shepparton as opposed to um, Adelaide and some of the wineries over there in the Adelaide Oval? Yeah, I think my wife was stoked with my choice. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you know, it's a, it's a but of course. <laughs> no, I definitely it was a crew because I chose this day because uh, I'm going on leave for a couple of weeks after it. So I'll I'll be pretty relaxed Sunday afternoon after it. And I thought I could go down and do it with no, no one I know, or I could go down and do it with a bunch of people I know and I could um you know, and I'm you know, big support of the community of um, you know, run to PB and things like that. So I thought in the end, apart, from, I didn't realise the logistics from Melbourne to Shepparton um, until I started to try to look into Chris it. Chris will give you some travel directions. Yeah. <laughs> Early in the show, you'll, you'll hear it um, when you listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah Definitely yeah, worth plugging this in for the first part of your long run, mate. Um, just to, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be, it'll be great. It's a good community there. And as I said, I enjoyed, um, you know, connecting with other members of the groups. And there, as I said, you don't get to see them a lot. Uh, but at each of these events, I've always met someone else and you kind of um, open up your network. So I'm looking forward to it. I think, um, yeah, as you're, as the group supporting this event, I thought, yeah, let's jump in and have some fun and I'm looking forward to it. Love that, no. It's going to be a marquee set up. Chris, you got 15 or 20 odd down there. Mm-hmm. I think Brady's going to be going across. Uh, his wife's tying the line in the half. I think he's going to be jumping in and either running or he'll be out there supporting. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, a big weekend. Should be good. It'd be interesting to see if um, there's some paces that people are going for, um, if it's anyone around around me. Because I know they said there's no paces the other day. I'm like, that's all good. I just be yeah. nice to know if there's yeah. some people you've, you've got in similar pace areas. You'll have the advantage of the half taking off at the same time as the marathon. So you might be able to get a tow around for at least one loop. <laughs> yeah. um, from someone I know, um, Madeline Heiner will be running in the half. So you never know, Maddie might be able to do a bit of pace work for you. Yeah, nice. Just keep it nice and calm and don't get too excited on that first lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you realise you kind of get to 30K and you go, oh, that's still a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the marathon though, mate, yeah. how has this prep gone? And I suppose comparing it to your Gold Coast preparation, how does this one stack up? Oh, much better. I had um, I had COVID, I think, at one point at the start of in, in that prep. My wife had COVID, my boy had COVID, so it's hard to get out of the house at one point in that prep. Um, not that COVID knocked me around, but I, I was looking back, I, I was definitely a few long runs short in that build-up um, and that prep. Um, I was pretty healthy. Like, actual body was healthy. There's actually other challenges there. This prep, um, it's been a long, slow kind of build, which I've, I like. It's, um, I haven't felt rushed at any point. I think, um, I guess the... The half marathon was a real good confident booster um, a couple of weeks back run Melbourne because um, you, you don't know how fit you are. But after that, and as I said, for, for most of that run, I felt really good. Um, so I was quite confident there. So I'm, I'm happy, obviously, the last big long run on Saturday. Um, and uh, they just, each week, you get more confidence from those. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy the prep. you got the same questions everyone would have. What does that translate to? <laughs> you don't know really. Yeah. So, um, you know, but I'm, I'm confident that I'm much stronger, faster, um, and more capable of what I did last time on the Gold Coast. So I'm really looking forward to that. 
I even think just the knowledge that you've got, and the, I guess the confidence in your own body around the nutrition side of it as well. Um, yeah. That's going to put you in a, a much better place this time around. Also, probably you're training in warmer conditions in Sydney that you, than what you'll be running in in Shepparton. Whereas I, I think when we went to the Gold Coast, it was the up, I guess, a bit yeah. in the opposite uh, direction. But yeah, no, I'm very excited to see how you go. What are some of the favourite sessions that you've you've done over the last couple of years? So I kind of knew I'd be asked these questions. It's not my favourite session, but one I enjoy the the back of. I do like the uh, the K repeats because it's such a clear marker of where you are. Um, I think I did it last Thursday, and I kind of afterwards bit of a bit of a high because it's how easy I held a pace as much you know. And to look back a month earlier, and I was probably six weeks earlier, and how much stronger I was on that. Um, but I do like the, um, I guess, what you, you kind of um, the threshold type sessions, you know, and some variable paces that sit within those um, for longer ones. But um, I guess, uh, you know, I think it was five, 5K, 4K, 3K kind of session I did the other week. And things like, I like, <laughs> it's, um, mentally yeah, it's hard because you do yeah. pyramids and sometimes you get the top, you're like, oh God, it's going to get harder <laughs> on the other side. Yeah. So, but all, I mean, that's good mentally, but they're not the sessions I enjoy as much. Um, and it's kind of, you feel like you're ticking and you're progressing uh, through that. I also like, um, was it a couple of 4Ks and a couple of 500 metres at the end of saying where you, you really kick down your speed, um, speed or as fast as I can go. And yeah. I think that's, um, yeah, that's quite a bit of fun at the end and it's quite mentally easy to get through. Um, so, yeah, look, they're good, but as I said, the K repeats, I think I really like uh, once every blue moon because you go, okay, that's where I'm at right now. It's pretty pretty clear and clean. It's a bit of a measuring stick, that one. I think um, where I went, it was a session we did back in May as well, a 2x2K and a 4x400. Um, yeah, it's a favourite of mine to do as well, yeah. just that block of sort of solid stuff up front and then you sort of get to pin the ears back a little bit and have a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so what so long as the legs hold up but yeah yeah They're always pretty yeah i'm getting much better i've there were a couple of times early on those sessions where i'll blow up and go oh God, this is gonna be a long way home but definitely now i think that's i've learned a lot more how i should feel at a certain point within so yeah it's good and if you thought obviously shepherd it's all all right all um all eyes on the shepherd and marathon but beyond that have you started to think about maybe next year have you have you ever thought about an overseas marathon where you're at with i have thought about an overseas one i've, <laughs> I've thought um it's got to get the, the wife approval there's a lot yeah. of you're going to tick a few boxes <laughs> yeah I, I so this year as i said I, I want to do um on the back of this fitness i want to do a half at the end i think that's where the wellness run fits in really well a good way to kind of train right up um the christmas i'll probably like to have a good crack at kind of some a 10k in there as well um and and kind of actually the only thing is i've only ever done two park runs in my life so it might be yeah. something you can kind of um look at there but i've always had um tokyo so and i've looked at that as one you know the, the kind of majors are very attractive it's just a very expensive exercise when you've got family yeah. and things like that how you do it and but it's on my wife's birthday weekend so <laughs> in march I'm like, oh. oh i mean you sold in Shepparton, so I think you sold in Tokyo. There's a few extra zeros on the back of Tokyo. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah but like, otherwise, um, definitely, I, I'd like to be able to do, if not, there's um, one early 
and, and one later in the year, kind of try and get to two next year because yeah, yeah. I'm feeling more confident the body can handle those things at the moment as well. What are your thoughts on the Sydney Marathon, mate? Mm-hmm. So I thought about email. It'll be a major next year. Well, it won't be a major next year. They've got two years to get it. Yeah, I, I think that's what I'm aiming for next year to do. Okay. It's um, like literally runs around the streets where I kind of run you know, some Centennial Park and things like that. It's hilly. It'll be, um, I don't know what the elevation is, but it'd be substantial. Um, but then my work has got free entry into it. I'm like, oh, don't tell my wife because it'll be a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and I, I was thinking, um, could gonna be seven hours. And I thought, do you do your thing to try and get world major status and, and walk and jog? I said, just don't, no, just, just yeah, yeah. they got 15,000 now. You're right, yeah. So, definitely, <laughs> I think next year that would be one I'd like to do. So, I'd try and do something early in the year, maybe. I don't have a bit of fastest one. I'd like a big block. You kind of want to have a crack at a good time yeah. for yourself. So yeah, very cool, yeah. mate. That's uh, not excited to see what happens at Shepparton. I think yeah. uh, run the PB communities behind you. A few, uh, a few are going to be on course and yeah, get a chance to run with you. So very cool. Look forward to it. Maybe. Good to catch up, mate. No, this is a part where I'd sink my teeth into some quick questions and sort of. Put you under the microscope a bit, but we're gonna have a bit of a change up for this one. So Zach is actually looking forward to the opportunity to get his hands on these and put his own spin on it, and he's gonna put you under the spotlight and and fire a few quick ones into you and see how you go. Uh, bring it on. Give me the keys <laughs> for these uh, these questions. But uh, but we'll start with the regular ones. So we're going with a Garmin or a Coros. <laughs> I I dreaded this question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! It's I think I think I reckon know Chris that. knows the answer to this. I reckon <laughs> <laughs> seen the source of a lot of frustration. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, my birthday's um in two weeks' time, Chris. Okay, I can always ask. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, is it a free mask? Yeah. <laughs> I dr- I literally is the second thing I thought when I said, "Yeah, sure, it'd be great." <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Next that question. Way, so you and here in Brady, I heard Brady on the inside running pocket. I won't get a core receiver, so it's going to be a gun. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a that's a first one, I reckon, Chriso. For those, actually, this is what helps me just make sure that I really loosely get in. I've got OCD, um, which is it has its good points and. There's not some not so good, but with Ryan's, I have to get in there and check his um, stuff every day because he's also got his final surge set on American time zone. So his runs always post to the previous day and they don't line up. So I have to get, I get in there and I manually shift them um, to where they should be, but then get in there and have a look. And because he's got an apple, none of his splits come through. So I get, I get there and I sort of, um, drag my mouse across the lines and have a bit of a look and yeah and this is where like it's probably why Ryan's such a good um, run to feel because it's a lot of the time because I can't see his individual breakdown in splits I have to give him specific ways I want it to feel and he's been brilliant with that so he's actually stretched me as a coach that way which I'm really grateful for but I tell you, the day he buys a Garmin, I get some case splits. I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> yeah, In I fairness, guess. Chris, I thought, why have they set me up on American settings? Surely. 
No, it's your watch, I think. So, anyway. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well g- give it to the end of the month, okay? Just yeah. give it to yeah. the end of the month. That's all right. <laughs> two, two, two years and he's finally had to yeah. put it out. Yeah, no, that's all right. Was, that was the whole premise behind tonight. I just want to tell you why. I just... Uh, yeah, I knew that was coming. I, I deserve it. All right. Well, on to the uh, iPhone or the Android. Yeah, I, I, if I said Android, yeah. I'd come in. <laughs> yeah. That would, yeah, that would really be a... a uh... Chris would hang up. He'd walk out. Yeah. No, I'm saying he's on the Apple. He's probably got a Nokia or something. But yeah. I, know, I know how important communication is for your yeah. work. So you've got to be on one of the big yeah. two. Snake's a good game, though, on Nokia. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, in a marathon block, I'm guessing you're chewing a few of these down. Favourite gel? Yeah, it's um I had got had SIS or um this one. Um I've had Morton, but I struggle after each block to keep going back to the same one because it, it almost gives you shivers each time. And um so yeah, SIS this time. It's been going down all right. Um and I've been making sure I have them pretty regularly. So it's been I'm guessing good. with your with the answers to the first uh couple of questions, you go on the apple flavor with the <laughs> SIS. No, uh, tropical actually down there. <laughs> Tropical, okay. Uh, Are they caffeine? You got the SIS for the caffeine? Uh, no, I go easy on the caffeine. I don't know how the gut yeah, feels. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Um, what else have we got here, Chris? Oh, well, I think we've covered this one. We will move on the session we've covered off. Okay. Half tights or shorts? Oh, I'm shorts. Yeah, I don't own a pair of tights so yeah so look if i and running in sydney you're probably a little bit bit easier on the legs uh, yeah than, than i have cold. done a fair bit of running in melbourne where i can absolutely appreciate why uh that would be there's been a couple of days where it's been like one or two degrees and you're like yeah oh, yeah in winter so but now nah, shorts um all the way so I'll, I'll be in shorts uh come a couple of sundays time we go yeah. on the, the, the full splits or what 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 are we rolling oh on? i don't know what are we at Soccer shorts Five inches, I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the quads will be showing, but not quite uh, the, full, the full quad. So little fashion tip for those who are interested, which is probably none of you. But if you're ever a bit worried that they're showing a little bit too much thigh or hip bone with the split shorts, um, Nora was very helpful. She actually just um, put a few stitches in down the split. Um, so it doesn't actually tighten them up. It just stops them from flying around like a kite. Um, which uh, modesty stitches she calls them and uh, yeah so um, some of the nike ones seem to be quite a flappy yes yeah Mm, and that's yeah i was probably running more in half tights because of that because they were a bit exposed but yes we've popped some modesty stitches into (laughs) the the split shorts and much much more um for those who are a bit more self-conscious it's good modesty, yeah, well, I'm sure my wife and, and Shepard and on the Saturday I'll be loved to be doing a couple of modesty stitches in my <laughs> <own car>. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just drop, to complete the weekend away mate, <laughs> this drop, don't get out. Chris drop said it. I have to have it this way okay yeah. so. <laughs> drop, drop them around here on the Saturday mate we can put some modesty stitches <laughs> in modesty your shorts stitches. for you yeah. beautiful <laughs> uh, well you've got a coach who loves a sock so you better have a favourite one what is yes. it yes I'm okay here I'm I have um, got a few pairs of features. Um, I'm liking those at the moment. Um, and I tend to buy in groups. Um, so I'll probably go about 
four or five pairs. Okay. Um, I've got different colours. You buy them in yeah, as a group. Well, the, the the challenge I've got, and Chris, you actually this is probably really important. I've got yeah. a couple of blue ones I really like, but then the shoes I'll be wearing, uh, the the blue uh, Vaporfly three. So I've, I've probably got to think about quickly how, how I make this work because they just don't quite go the same blue together. And the last thing I do is to offend you with some bad sock game. Oh, yeah. mm. I get booted <laughs> off the course. <laughs> Good thing is there's still three weeks to rectify that and features deliver pretty well. Um, yeah. So they do have some some good good patterns out there. Um, if in doubt, you can always like if you've sort of got a, a I guess a bright coloured shoe, you can always go a neutral coloured sock. Um, yeah. So just to highlight the shoe a bit more, and you can sort of get away with that. I've got yeah, I've got some blacks and things like that, but I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't offend you too much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would have been listed in your final surge in every every race <laughs> yeah. race plan. Chris just puts in your sock. Soccer. Yeah. Where, where, the, where the, you know, the pink ones with the blue? Yeah. yeah. Throw, the, yeah. Throw, no, the gun, throw the Apple Watch out as well. <laughs> if you send me a photo of your, of your shoes, I'd be more than happy to um, <laughs> put some sock suggestions into Final Surge if you need. Yeah. Okay. With, All right. With, well, with, with website links as well. Yeah. Okay. This is Chris's side hustle. He's, yeah. He's affiliate links. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. No, no. Everyone deserves a bit of a flip of the ticket. So, um, track, road, or trails? Oh, it is the track. The last time I was on the track I was, was in high school. Yeah. Um, although my boys are a little athletics as uh, next year, so um, he's kind of uh, or this year, so he's all back on the track, but just to probably move um, some hurdles and things like that. So, <laughs> look. Um, there's some trails around where I am, but a lot of my running is probably done on paths and roads and, and things like that. So um, there are, yeah, like the few trails. I, I do enjoy being out kind of on, on nice sort of trails, but rare I am, it's either kind of path or bush, and, and the bush is pretty um, full on in terms of a lot of mountain bike and that type of stuff. So I guess it's roads in that aspect for me. I'm thinking maybe as you know, someone who loves to put their hand up and volunteer at kids' sport, you'll end up at a gig at the Little Athletics, and then you could potentially put on, a, you know, put to the committee that they put on a parents' track race, and then you can just go and flex on all the parents, just <laughs> bash out a fast uh, K or three K. Yeah, it'd have to it'd have to get up in distance before I can start <laughs> to run a few of them. We had a um, they do nippers um, up here, and they had a parents relay and it was um well it would have been after one of my long runs on a sunday <laughs> and, I'm like, <laughs> and i'm trying to go no don't, don't ask him. you can't say no to your daughter i'm going oh the cars i'm going to enjoy on the beach but anyway i got through it was a long time ago but i got through it's early this year <laughs> have you got it uh we had favorite shoes actually yeah favorite shoes i know you talked about the elf flies for the race but Let's talk about easy days. Have you got a favourite shoe for yeah. easy days? I've got, um, I had the um, Asics, I've got the Asics Nova Blast that's lasted really well. Um, I've got the Super Blast the other day um, as well. So um, those and um, I guess some of the, um, is it the Sakuni, like the Triumph 20, I've got that as well. So, mm. so like I've got, I try and rotate my shoes. Um, I've tried to do a lot of things to make sure I don't hurt the calves and try and do those things. So I've got probably three shoes that I, any of those three I chuck on, they're really nice to run in. So, favorite race 
singlet. Oh, the run to BB, run to BB one. <laughs> was it teal, green, or whatever it is? Yeah, we actually just walked you right into that one because I know you've rocked that one uh, at a few events, which we've loved seeing. So, yeah, that was a bit of a bit of a gimme for us. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. We're just going to take you. We're just going to end the call if you said something else. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pink Nike one. That's isn't yeah. that uh, that's Chris's one? Yeah. <laughs> uh favorite i know you listen to or you mentioned you listen to inside running podcasts and you obviously across the you've in the last few years as you've as you've taken your running a bit more serious you've had an eye on the sport as a whole have you got a favorite australian runner and you can go male and female and why oh i, I do it's, it's old school i like um robert de costella he was absolutely yeah. my favorite and like as a, a kid growing up and i think steve monaghetti um came through as well i just think like as growing up you know there's a city of surfs and those things i remember watching on mm. tv really young yeah. and i was just like how, how good are these guys and and deke well, you got dennis lily you've got deke you know the, the proper you know the, the mo and, and the yeah. whole look i thought that, that's 1980s um aussie male right there so yeah. um <laughs> I, I like those guys i mean the, the 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 women at the moment like some of the mums are just brilliant i just love kind of um you know, some of those, you know, Ellie, there's, um, you know, Sinead and, you know, Jess Denson, they're, they're brilliant. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I like the old school guys. That's some of my favourites. Growing up, the city to surf, like, obviously in Sydney, like, did that inspire you to, like, get out the door? Like, seeing that as a youngster, like, was that one yeah. of the, because I know they used to show it, I know myself as a kid. You know, I wasn't even in running, but I knew when it was on, it was on live, and it was like, well, what's this race where there heaps of people running in there? Yeah, I, I did it um, in year nine and year eleven. I did the Sydney yeah. surf. I don't know. I kind of no idea what time I ran or mm. anything like that. But um, normally, someone's parent would be part of a like a corporate company that you know you mm. kind of jump in and and run it, and you end in Bondi and got to somehow get back from Bondi. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. But um, and I've done it uh, probably in 2019 again. It's it's a pretty epic event. Like mm. um, there's not many better places to to run into than that. So, yeah, it's a bit funny how if you're thinking, I mean, the participation's pretty high, but it's, it's pretty low on the, the calendar these days in terms of what gets talked about, isn't it? It's just, yeah. it's just Sunday, isn't it? So This weekend, yeah. <laughs> it's actually this yeah. weekend. So. But, yeah, absolutely. I, I grew like up watching that was, you know, and, and the stars used to come out and run that too. Mm. Very cool. Uh, just following on with that theme of, of podcasts, you got a favourite one? Obviously, we know better with running is uh, is high on the rotation, but you got yeah. a favourite, another favourite podcast? Uh, it doesn't have yeah, to be running. I've, my business is a uh, producer's podcast, one of many things that you usually do. <laughs> but um, so the, I'm trying to think, like I, the Matty, I won't take too many of but the Matty John Show, which is a Sydney one, um, yeah. it's uh, like Brownies one down in uh, Melbourne. They're kind of a couple of ones our business does. Um, but uh, the Howie Games is another one. I think it's a really good kind of listen to. And, yeah, they're, they're kind of quite nice, inspiring, when, particularly when you're on a long run. Some of those ones are really nice to kind of listen to to get you through some great stories. Yeah, Howie Games is great. It's been some, uh, some ripping guests on that one. Yeah, cracking. Uh, final one. It's, if you had, a, had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. Mm. <laughs> So 
I heard this and <laughs> kind of my answering what I read or answering what's going to go in the Chris's cookbook. I don't know what the actual answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that question should change because it ends up like going. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to look pretty. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, look, my favourite food, particularly on a, um, oh, I just don't know if you could have it every meal, but the, you know, mm. good pork and crackling with that. That's a good after a long run on the afternoon. That's I just crave that after you buck a load of veggies or a cauliflower bake or something like that. And you, you got a pretty good um kind of meal there. And in saying that, you have that for the next couple of lunches during the week. So um, you know, it's it's probably something <laughs> along those lines. But I love roasting up um foods. Mm. Are you washing that down with uh just a Gatorade or something else a little bit stronger? No. <laughs> by, by that time of night, <laughs> a couple of beers and a wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd say that'd be the way to do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, next time you're, you're cooking a roast, I know Chris is uh, building a collection, and we're going to um, we're going to do something with it. I know that. Uh, yeah. Something. Look at the cauliflower have... bake. I'll send you a picture of the cauliflower bake. I do because that. that'd be cool. Yeah, it's a good one. We haven't had it. We haven't had a bake, have we, Chris? No, not a cauliflower bake. We've had a pasta bake. That's true. Yeah. Um, but not a cauliflower bake. How do you how do you knock the cauliflower bake together, mate? So it's a few different ones you can do, but the it's a three cheese one. Um, so it's a mm. kind of just a, a parm oh, so parmesan cheese kind of sprinkles on top and all that. Then it'll be a mozzarella, but it's actually like a blue cheese you put in there too. And my wife's like, oh, I don't like blue cheese, but when you mix it in the sauce with you know flour and butter, and you kind of make the white sauce and um, some milk. It just gives it some really nice bite. Um, and then you obviously you steam up the cauliflower, just put it in the dish, you got right the sauce right through it, then you have some uh gets breadcrumbs on top, mm. you got some parmesan, whack it in. It's actually for what it comes out like for all the effort you put in, it's good bang for buck. And it's one of those things that tastes really good at the end of a yeah, a real filling after kind of uh being depleted all day. Mm. Kids on it. What was that? Got the kids onto it. No, <laughs> tough, kids, tough, tough sell. Oh, no, well, oh, they, yeah, they, they're very, very basic on their thing. So that's the problem with mealtime. It's got to be quick because you're normally prepping two meals. So that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Although the poor crackling goes down well, the kids, of course. So yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff, mate. Ah, thank you. You've survived that. Although it was, uh, it was a rocky start with the, uh, with the Apple Watch uh, gate. <laughs> Start. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll I'll promise there'll be a rectified situation here, Chris. That's... No, that's all right. I mean, it just goes to show that anyone's coachable. Um, so, no, it's all good. Good stuff, mate. Okay. We're looking forward to seeing you down in Shepparton. Yeah, uh, thanks very much. Enjoy the last few weeks of the prep, and thank you for jumping on and giving some of your time for uh, the Better with Running podcast. Yeah, we'll do. Love what you're doing. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks, mate. How good was that, mate? Brian gearing up. He's coming to Shepparton. I mean, I'm excited about that. But um, no, it was just good to chat up or catch up with another member of the Run to TV family. Oh, absolutely. I loved. Um, I know we've had some catch ups with Ryan at events. Always up and about, enthusiastic. Loves the community. Like you said in the in the chat, he you know, he's, he's specifically coming to Shepparton to support the event and, and mm. see some other 
athletes and you know, we wish him all the best. He's a, he's a ripping bloke and, and super, I think he downplays uh, how big a role he's got with his job and also mm. uh, obviously taking on a lot with his, with his kids and the kids' sport and family. Like, yeah, so he's a busy guy and he's um, yeah, doing bloody good things in, uh, from his running. No, it's cool. And even just to think, like, the reason he's coming to Shep is because of how much he enjoys the Run to PB community and knowing that there's going to be a bit of a Run to PB presence there. He's chosen that over, um, yeah, going to, a, you know, what I would consider a fairly glamorous location in Adelaide. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to catching up in person with him again too. So, no, that'll be good. Now, yourself, mate. You're running. You've had a pretty good week last week. The Ks are starting to get up. We're nearly nudging 80. There's a session in there. Tell yeah, us, mate. looking back, uh, I was just saying, yeah, I was just thinking, huh? I've sort of got back into the, the, the regular running of, you know, daily, like my my standard runs almost, you know, like like a couple of were like 10 minutes shorter and that's sort of with Dane. He said, look, you know, with the Achilles, just like manage that on field because some days are better than others. But there's been a couple where I'd usually do the hour that went to 50 or what was it, 50 went to 40. But in the end, by the end of the week, like just scrolling through my Strava, like it did rack up. And I think um, actually I think there's a bit of a hack there from Julian Spence saying it's this huge local legend or something. (laughs) 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 It's just just a blatant swipe. But, uh, yeah, it ended up being 78K, I think. Yeah, 77.5K. And looking back, I hadn't done that kind of volume since May. So, you know, we're talking that Albert Park essentially you know sort of really fell off the cliff so it's been a good good time out of you know stop start getting getting the body right and it's good to be on the other side of it and yeah i'm obviously getting working through the niggles but getting some strength and and working on those weaknesses got out to yes 77 minutes on sunday which was down at the flat so Almost a regular route, although not quite there. So obviously a lot were at Ballarat. So I was just out there with Kiwi Steve and turned around. He was doing bloody double the distance. He was going 30K. So we kind of got to point and went our separate ways. <laughs> um, before that, no, and that was really positive because I'd pulled off, I'd pulled up after a session on the Saturday, which was back down on the boulevard. So the Boulevard of Dreams with... Uh, I was out there with Dave P and no, I was actually with Kiwi Steve and uh, yeah, Dave P was there and, and Al joined the warm-up, did 6-4, off 90 seconds. So just trying to just lock in at, I guess, thresholdy paces, yeah. like not, not super sharp, but again, feeling better later in the session. So that's just an indication that uh, the fitness is coming up nothing glamorous about it but it's good to get like you know those those foundations where you're running k's through the week getting a session then getting that sunday run and then being able to to come off that and then keep the momentum going so yeah all all good signs mate although i ran on ran on ran monday and it was um, the standard run around tuesday and watch just had an absolute fit it had been oh. running 
So I did 50 minutes, but it was showing 0.02 and the pace was 43 minutes and 54 seconds uh, oh, kilometer pace. So <laughs> the math is bizarre and I don't know what's happened. So maybe I need to get an Apple Watch. Well, it could be the secret. I know um, Brady's having some trouble with his watch over the weekend too. His first K was about 35 minutes and then his next 9K were all one second. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, something's going on with the um, Garmin satellites. <laughs> it's uh, not all good. Body is, yeah. And a couple of days in the gym just on the, the strength program, that's been good. So, yeah, all Already in the right. I just need to keep stacking like this. Mm. This August, you know, August is off to a really good start. So I'd like to think, you know, by the end of the month, you know, I'm really in a good position. But uh, yeah, just keep plugging away, as they say, Chris. No, that's it. Sort of chipping away, stacking the weeks. And also with the, the gym, how are you finding? I know they're not um, massive sessions in the gym, but how are you finding time wise fitting in the gym work into your normal routine? Yeah, pretty good. So it's right around the corner from work. So I can get in there. I'm getting in there at 6, even 5.45 and just knocking it out. And it's literally around the corner. So I can just – and it's it's a one of those 24-7 setups. So it's quiet. You know, I don't need a lot of a lot of the access to the machine, apart from bench press, obviously. But uh, <laughs> just yeah. get in there and get it done. I've actually got Theraguns in there, mate. So I can... Uh, oh, look out. Got sauna in there. Got a good good setup. So I'm enjoying it. Change of environment. Just having that, those two... Well, I'll go three times this week and, and do one of those. or just be more like an activation and just get in there and just concentrated effort on some of my prehab stuff yep. all parts yeah. of the body and then yeah the two strength sessions so yeah enjoying it time wise yeah fitting in obviously i, I know i felt like uh and dane sort of said look the first few first few weeks as your body gets adjusted to it you might find on the runs a little bit tired or you know just you know the legs or obviously doing leg press and things like that you might feel it a little bit but i'm okay with that there's no rush i'm i'm enjoying just this month of of building so you know, when you're running, I'm not doing massive volume or so. I mean, I'm doing one session a week. So like it's not a lot of stress through the body. It's just a it's that like tiredness of you get towards the end, sort of that 40 to 50 minute part of the run where mm-hmm. I get a bit tired. But that's that's just a lagging of fitness as, as it loads up, it'll 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 start to dissipate. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 good having a bit of a a change of, of uh, I guess, change of tact in terms of what I'm doing to um, yeah, for my regular weeks. Yeah, these gym visits, mate. You said five forty, six o'clock. Is that AM or PM? That's AM, mate. That is oh. AM. <laughs> Look, at you, are you yeah. finding that like that hasn't been too bad so far? No, it hasn't been. It's fun time. Like I'm up early anyway for work while like doing stuff for work but i'm not i like certainly if you got me to um to get into a jog at 5 40 you'd be, you'd be asking, <laughs> asking a fair bit um, and uh i i it, it, it has crossed my mind that it is very easy for me to do that because i could you know we're talking a long way down the track if i get the body right where i can start to either knock out a run in the morning double or whatever i could just do it from the gym i could yeah. do it from there 
it's in Port Melbourne. So I've got a, I've got a number of loops around there. I run around there a lot from working in that area. So I could very much see the odd, you may, you may in the future see the odd run come up Oof. in the morning. And uh, yeah, just I to, know to we have a lot of people who listen who are big fans of those blue collar times before 6am <laughs> when they get out for their runs. So yeah. um, watch this I'll space. We could be welcoming, happens, welcoming you back <laughs> into the fold of the early morning run crew. So uh, this is good. Yeah, I'm excited. 4.30 is, uh, yeah, you oh. won't. Yeah. No, he's not always out at that time, but he, he does start early. But um, no, there, there is a few members of the team, particularly athletes you coach as well, who are very fond of oh, it. Yeah. Of a yeah, pre six a.m. start, I think they enjoy doing it because they know how I can't get out the door. At that time <laughs> and just feel like they're going to get extra brownie points from it. <laughs> uh, hey, mate, yeah. um, been a big show. Just before we wrap up, there's a there was an email that we we pushed out, and there's a little bit on our socials just about a number of events we've tied up with, uh-huh. and I know, obviously, talking about. Albert Sydney marathons there's you know there's major events but there's a number of lead up races that could be used and fun runs the well obviously this the shepherd and in terms of coming up August 26th and 27th there is the shepherd and um, running festival which has got a number of distances 2k 5k 10k half and of course the marathon it does so we've got that coming up. We've got Sunday as well on the Sunday, August the twenty seventh. The Decastella Run down here in uh, in Melbourne at Q Boulevard. That's a five k, ten k, and a fifteen k. And if you join Run to PB, uh, you can when you sign up, you can enter Run to PB as a team and or join the Run to PB team, I should say, and you get twenty percent off. So that is coming up. That's a pretty fun course. A few hills in there. Good for the marathon prep. Yes, a little bit, little bit hillier than Shepparton. Um, Shepparton has a total of zero hills. <laughs> uh, whereas, yeah, Cookie Boulevard definitely does. It's a challenging course, good course. Um, if someone who is targeting Melbourne Marathon, that would definitely be a, a, an ace run to go and do um, the De Costello run. But we also have another course uh, that you're very fond of that has a few hills, mate, Puffing Billy. Yes, um, our guests from last week. Nige, actually, should mention this. Yes, we should. So Nige, for for those that listen, decided to not run with his watch, but that's only because one of the Bendigo girls, and this is a selfless man he is, one of the Bendigo girls forgot their watch. And um, Nigel said, oh, it's all right, you can use mine, I don't mind. So he um, wasn't going to run, because this is the thing. mm. We We were on his case last week. Because he'd said he ran his best race when he didn't have his watch on. But he'd look at the watch. So no. I thought when he went out and did it, he was like, no, nah, I'll throw the watch away. I'm actually just going to do it to race by feel. Mm. But it was a selfless action that he actually gave his watch to someone. Yeah. So he couldn't, he ummed and art about it across the weekend and went, nah, I can't do it. I've got to have a watch. <laughs> he wants the star upload. Is that why? Well, I don't know. I think he was a bit, <laughs> just need it and um anyway lo and behold put in a situation where he was happy to to let one of the girls use his watch and then yeah he um, went out and ran the second best um time that he's ever run 
at Ballarat and he's a regular there for the bats. So he had a brilliant run. He was thrilled. He was absolutely thrilled. And he, and he had he, a blinder. They had an absolute blinder. I think he may have uncovered the secret to um to unlocking how to run well for him. So yeah. And uh, with um with Luke Cramery. Yes. Uh, Luke Crammers, who ran yeah, he's I got a message from him. He said got in a group with Crammers and went 328 average. Must have been the podcast chat. <laughs> so we'll claim it. Yeah, no, we'll claim it. We'll claim another one. Yeah. That's, we'll claim yeah. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Job done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our guest from last week who was chatting about this event, which is on Saturday and Sunday, September the 9th and 10th, Belgrave, the Puff and Billy Running Festival. 1K, 5K, 13.5K. So that's the uh the classic distance and then they've added in a half marathon that's uh got a bit of a mix got some trials on it mate and we're lucky to have a code for 10 percent off so it's pb run run pb 10 uh, puff and billy obviously and then pb run pb 10 so that is on our it's in the emails and on our socials so you can check that one out and the final one chris one of your uh, favorite events yeah so um help getting together with wellness run again in December. So Sunday, December 3rd, they currently got some early bird pricing on offer at the moment, but that's going to end soon. But regardless of when you enter for the 5K, the 10K or the half, if you pop in or you join team run to PB, you'll also get 10% off at wellness run as well. So um, yeah, there's quite a few options there coming up. Also noticed in the, in the email, mate, that came out earlier in the week, that at Oat Running, if you use code run to PB10 there, you'll get 10% off on your socks too. We have got that set up. So that's very generous of the guys over at Oat. I know we've been loving their socks. And uh yeah, you can get on board now and, and get 10% off. They've got a they've got another offer on there as well that uh, I think is available when you order. I think if you load up and get a few pairs of their socks, you can qualify for some free shipping. So mm. Very yeah. handy options and the colorways, uh, yeah, there's some, some cool cool colors on there. There's some of their new ones. So very, very exciting. Only, some good stuff there. Only it's if you spend $60 or more, um, you can look at getting some some brief postage. But they've also got some premium running hats, which... Hats, yeah, very cool mm. hat. I've actually got one of their blue hats and uh, it's... One of my go-tos because I've obviously got a run. I've got a couple of run to PB hats. I've got a few in the rotations, but I run with a hat nearly every day. So I churn through them and uh, that has been, uh, it's got a nice, you'll like it, Chris. The, the mm. blue one I have has a, um, has a bit of pink under the, under the bib. So. Ah, very nice. Good mm. color combo that, which mm. um, they do have in their Gen 2 socks. The navy blue with a pink stripe across the top. Nice. Very cool. Okay, mate. It's been a big episode. And next week we'll be back in uh, full flight. We're going to have a new guest. We shall. We shall. We're getting close to Shep. We'll have another guest. Uh, more running to talk about. You'll be um, you'll be getting close to full oh. fitness and having been throwing a, a bit more iron around at the gym. Looking forward to hearing some progress there. Mate, there's going to be some world record chat. There's some, uh, some things simmering away in the background that's uh we're working on so yeah we'll have a bit of a, a world record chat and a bit of a binge i think mate there's a few things that have uh, come across our desk that 
mm. we want to spend some time on. And by popular request too, um, listeners are beating <laughs> the door down, wanting a bit more world record chat. So we're going to give it to them next week. Nice, mate. Good stuff. All right, mate. Enjoy um, the rest of the week. Hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be back next week, and hopefully the legs are uh, all good and not too banged up, and you're, you're rolling again off the back of that race. Yeah, no, we'll see. Um, Going to give a session a go tomorrow, and uh, yeah, that'll that'll tell a bit of a story. So, yeah, watch this space, mate. Take it easy. Cheers, mate. Chat soon.